choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kells at KMGZ at Twitter. Thanks for asking Kells Podcast. I'm back. So look, I went back and forth whether or not I was going to have an episode this week because it's the holidays and everything. But I figured I'm all fuck it. Why not? I don't know how short or how long it's going to be. We will see. I have been drinking just so y'all know. Um, okay, so let's get started. Um, yours and negritude is going out to Mariah fucking Carey. Came through with a smash. Came through with a banger. And, and this is what I want to say, y'all, if y'all follow me on the tweet, y'all know I'm a Rihanna stan, but you know, I can't stand y'all motherfuckers with all y'all, y'all always trying to compare people to, to, y'all know I'm not a big fan of Beyonce, but Beyonce and Rihanna and Janet and all these huge, huge megastars that have, you know, separated themselves from the pack in, in ways, and y'all love comparing these also rans, these B levels, these C levels. Oh, if you know they only they don't have a marketing, or she light skinned, or they only like it's a bunch of crap. Them these fucking new girls. And I listen to their stuff. I like some. I like her. Um, and I like her. And um, you know that's I think that's about it. All this other booed up, shoot up, glued up. It's it's all they all sound the same. They all singing the same. Um, they all trying to get that anti sound that you know Rihanna when it came out. Everybody said it wasn't no hits because you know Rihanna looks over the horizon. Um, and Mariah Carey is damn near fifty years old and came through with the smash with the banger that's current that not only got rappers on it, got the illy niggas on it, got Gunner on it, got Ty Dolla Sign on it, got got the current niggas that's really doing it on her album because she stays current, because you know what it takes to have consistency like Madonna has, like Rihanna has, like Mariah has, you know what it takes to have consistency to be one, two, and three, who I just named on the um, Billboard Hot 100 number one charts, talent, it takes talent, Y'all want to talk about team this and team that and everybody swear they Clive Davis because they know somebody or they, you know, went to some show or know the guy who do the guy who do the guy. Everybody's a motherfucking expert. I'm not a motherfucking expert, but I am a fan of the culture and I've been paying attention to shit a long time. And I'm telling you that people that have longevity that last 10, 20, 30 years, they're not doing that by luck. They're doing that because they are more talented than the rest of these girls. They know how to put a song. They know a hit song when they hear it. They know how to put a hit song together, they know how to put a team together yeah, your fave might need marketing but you know what, those marketers are drawn to people, they've been in the business a long time too, and they are drawn to people that they see that are special and a lot of these, they just putting them in the mold and they churning them out, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, like that's been a music industry for a long time put them in the mold, turn them out, but this music they're making is trash, it all sounds the same, they all mumbling and fumbling, and they're not stars like I keep telling y'all you might have a little cute little voice Maybe you a songwriter. You're not a star. It's period. L.A. Reid said it. Clive Davis said it. All the long-term greats have said it. Yes, you can 
put somebody into a, you know, an outfit, you can give them a song, and you can maybe get them a few bops, but stars have something special, and it's not something that you can, can buy, you have to spot it and cultivate it, and that's what sets the Rihanna's apart, that's what sets the Mariah's apart, Mariah Carey, debut album came out when I was in high school, and I'm talking about like 10th grade, not like about to graduate, like 10th grade, I still remember Vision because Vision of Love is one of my favorite songs of her all the time I still remember she Vision, I still remember not the second um, Unplugged that she did on MTV, the first one I, I still remember when, I still remember when she was on Saturday Night Live, her debut album, okay, that Mariah Carey been in this game longer than some of y'all been alive, and when she had her little New Year's mishap, that's what I was talking she, she a legend, her career is over, what are you talking about? Mariah Carey's career will never be over, because number one, she's Mariah Carey, okay, and you can check the charts and you can check the numbers, she's Mariah Carey, legends, career, legends are legends, their career can never be over, they legends okay, but she came down the block at 50 years old and delivered a banger it's a smash, it's no skips on that album, it's quality it's good music, I'm tired of this bibbity bop, Casio beat bullshit music that's coming out, yeah I bopped to some of it but it's here today, going tomorrow and y'all niggas try to convince, oh well, you know you gotta give it a chance and music's evolving, yes music is evolving but quality is quality it never goes away, okay and anytime a 50 year old is coming out here and put out an album that's smashing these young girls that's supposed to be hit and supposed to be hot and supposed to be the influencers and got this guy jumping on, that guy jumping on, Mariah Carey comes through and smashes y'all, you young bitches with an album, that's how you know that shit is trash, and that's no shade to Mariah, but like, that's how you know there is a huge gap between what they doing over here and quality, cause Mariah came through on the humble, and was like, get the fuck out, here you go this album is a smash, Miss Carrie. You ain't never gonna hear this, but it's a smash, okay? And these girls could never. Yours and Negritude, Mariah Carey. If you ain't heard it, check it out. All right, moving on. Um, the Eagles are trash. I'm just gonna get it right out there. I, t- I mean, I told y'all before this season ain't it. That that blowout to New. I knew we was gonna lose. Cause I think I think New Orleans gonna win the Super Bowl. Cause I think they're strong. I don't, you know, the Rams, KC, all that, whatever, all that offensive ball. That's great, but defense wins championships. And New Orleans is good on both sides of the ball. Okay, and you can score all the points you want, but as soon as you get in there up against a team that plays defense, it's a wrap. So I'm not. First of all, I'm never. Andy Reid ain't never, he fooled y'all every year. Okay, like I said, when he left the, I'm just glad that man can't hurt me again. Okay, he off the Eagles and we trashed the shit, but we got our motherfucking ring. He could not hurt me again. Okay. Uh, but um, the Rams, I'm not saying they're not good, but like the NFC West is weak division. They don't play nobody. They play the, the Cardinals and the Seahawks. That's like the best two teams in that division. Like, they don't play nobody. They, you know, New Orleans is solid. I mean, they beat the brakes off of us, but, I mean, it, even besides that, they still, even if we, they, they solid. They good on both sides of the ball. The Eagles, we trash. Our secondary is trash. I know we injured and shit, but, like, clearly, I think it's clear now that Frank Reich, we see that the magic behind our offense last year was Frank Reich because it wasn't it wasn't Doug because Doug is lost and his plays are calling is terrible. Um, you know, they went out and got Golden Tate. I said, that we need no fucking receiver. We need safeties. Um, Jalen Ramsey's supposed to be up for trade. Please go get him because we – our safeties are terrible, man. They're terrible. Um, I don't, you know, we're still a young team. I mean, we got a lot of injuries, of course, of course, of course, injuries 
you know, our whole entire team is injured. But still, they like to, I mean, as far as our secondary go, the starters, again, Mills got beat on every play. So I'm like, a rookie can get beat on every play. I really don't see the difference is what I'm trying to say. I really don't see the difference between Mills being in and Mills not being in. You get beat on every play, so do the rook. Okay. You know, Adams has, has you know, he he's, looks like he's going to be promising the running back guy because Ajayi is hurt. Uh, Sproles is still hurt. Um, I think letting Blount go is a mistake. I don't know how the contracts were set up, but I feel like, you know, we should have maybe tried it. We need veteran presence on the team. I understand. I understand it's a young team they're trying to build, but you still need that veteran presence. presence, And and you and it helps to have people, and this is why I think Blount was a plus. It helps to have people have won Super Bowls before because they, they know what it takes and they can motivate the team. But that's kind of what, but it's like y'all won a Super Bowl now. So it's like that's not really an excuse. Like y'all just trash out there because all y'all won a Super Bowl. So y'all all y'all champions. So all y'all know what being a champion feel like. All y'all know what y'all had to do last year to get to it. So y'all should be able to do the same thing this year. And again, I understand injuries and shit, but I y'all they they need to make some moves in the offseason because even if we do win the NFC, I don't even care. Even if we do happen to win the NFC East, it don't matter. We gonna, we ain't, we ain't we ain't got shit for New Orleans. We ain't got shit for the um the Patriots who I probably gonna come out the AFC. I don't know. We ain't got shit for um. Is Green Bay still in the race? I think Green Bay's still in it. We ain't got shit for none of these teams. Even if the New Orleans don't make it in the Rams, we ain't got shit for them. We ain't got shit for them. Because our, our defense sucks, and they eat us the fuck up. So, we trash this year. You know, we got to next year. Next year. Um, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, You know, I'm here. This year... This year's a wrap for me. I told you I'm taking a California bar. That costs a lot of money. The test costs a lot of money. I still got to get the plane tickets to get out there. It costs a lot of money. Yes, it's doing this other certificate. Like, being a lawyer is expensive, yo. I swear to God, I, if, I'm just going to be an escort. If somebody want to pay me, I'll I, I look nice. You know, pay me to go to the gym full time, and I swear in three months, I'll be, I'll be fucking, I'll be the shit. You know, um, so just let me know. DM me on Twitter. Just, you know, please. <laughs> um, um, but in bringing up Thanksgiving, I want to bring up this topic that goes back and forth. So, you know, black people, we have, our, our holidays are different from everybody else. We have cultural traditions and things that only black people do, and I feel like nobody else does. And every year around, like, holidays on Twitter are, like, some of the best times because it's just, like, shenanigans and foolishness, and everybody just tweeting they, they black times, right? And so one of the topics that came up yesterday um, was spades. So, non-black people, I don't know if y'all know what spades is. I, I mean, I know white people who know kind of what it is, but spades is like hearts for black people, right? But spades is a game. I learned how to play spades while late. I didn't learn how to play spades till college, and I basically learned just sitting around watching, because that's the only, you, nobody ever, there's no way to learn you, I don't know how people learn spades. I, they, I guess they grow up in spades playing families, and they just figure it out. I don't, I'm not really sure. All I know is there's no really opportunity to learn because spades in a black household is life or death, my nigga. It's serious business. Nobody trying to teach you nothing. If you sit down at that spades table, you got you to gotta be ready for war because that's what it is. You got to know the rules, and you, got, you cannot fuck up. Okay, because that shit, it's been it's been fights, it's been families broken up over spades. It's been people shot, it's been people stabbed. Spades is serious business, right? It is not nothing to fuck around with. It is not nothing to come in. Oh, hey, it's all family fun. No, no, no. It has broken families apart. Okay, it is a black family tradition. I don't really, I know how to play spades technically. Again, I learned in college, but like I'm not super good, right? I I, I can. 
what is if you like if your best players go out right if they get injured and then your second best player get injured I could come in I know the basics I'm not going to re and I'm not going to renege that's like the worst thing in the world if you don't know what renege means it's like when you play spades, it's like you you gotta th- every you gotta throw out a suit, right? And the and the person that takes the high the person with the highest card in the suit wins that suit unless there's a spade and you cut it. Spades are the highest cards. It's a lot of shit with it, but that's the basics of it, right? So renege means so if 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 somebody throw out a suit, you know I don't know clubs or whatever. If you got that if you got that suit in your hand, you gotta throw it out. Again, the highest you know suit wins, and it's a partner's game. You play with a partner, right? So the point, you and your partner trying to make more books, you're trying to pull more hands than your teammate, right? So, um, and part of the game is you got to look at your hand, and you got to know from, you got to be able to look at your hand, and your partner got to be able to look at their hand, and then you got to, from what you got in your hand, you got to be able to figure out what your partner, you bid your books, your partner bid their books, and then if y'all bid it correctly, y'all should be able to tell what the other team got and how many books it's, it sounds simple, but it's not, because it's all kind of strategy and shit, niggas overbid, they underbid, trying to fool people, some some of these motherfucking card sharks, they can look at the card in their hand, and they know what everybody else got in their hand too, I, listen, I'm not on that level, I, again, I won't renege, and I know the suits, and I know the cards, people got all different wild cards they play with, it's, it's a lot, I, it's a lot, it's a lot, so, you know, when the space tournament goes off, I usually, I, I don't I don't participate because I'm not trying to get cut because, again, it's serious business, right? And if you're playing with some pros, you know, or some people that play together, you know, families, the brother and the sister, they've been a team all their life, these niggas talking across the table, it's all kind of bullshit. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a cultural thing. It's a lot of black people that don't know how to play spades, and it's almost like you get shamed for it because, it's, but it's, it's, it's like a catch-22, because there's no way to learn, because nobody's going to teach you. It's not a game. Like, people are like, oh, we can sit at the table and learn to play space. No, you can't. They, that's not, does not occur. Because when you sit at the table, you got to be, don't lose. you trying to learn and y'all lost, you might get fucking shot. So, it's, <laughs> it's a whole parade of black people that don't know how to play space. I didn't want to be in that number. I was like, listen, I might not be the goddamn best space player in the world, but again, if you're your star player get hurt, and then your first backup get hurt. I can send it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut. But like my issue with spades, like I don't really. So when I learn how to play spades, because you know spades can take a long time. Because like you, you most times you play the points, and you play to like five thousand, a thousand. It's kind of like um. Well, I don't know what it's kind of like, but it could take a long time, right? So when you in college, you know everybody sitting around drinking, smoking, whatever. It's a party. Niggas ain't trying to be there all night playing spades. So we would play. Um, we would play this version of spades called Race to Seven. Seven, because it's, it's, what is it, um, 15 books or 13 books, something like that. I don't know how, however many total, but whoever gets seven wins, right? So we, would, we wouldn't call books. We'd call, we would just play Race to Seven. So y'all just start playing, and you just got, it's kind of like speed chess, where, like, you throw your hand, and you just got to try, every book, you got to try to get that book until you get seven. Whoever gets seven wins. That's faster, right? That way, because you got a lot of people rotating in college off the table, you know, Everybody ain't got all night. So so that's how I learned to play. So I learned how to play, like, the cards. But the whole calling the books thing, I'm not good at that because I ain't learned that. Like, that's not how I learned. Like, you're supposed to be able to, like, I mean, I'm getting better at it because I also, when I learned, like, everybody plays by different rules, right? So I've, I've noticed that people in, like, the South and more the Midwest people, 
play with tend to play with wild cards. Like they like to make the two of diamonds wild. They like to make twos wild, right? It's all different rules. So that's the other thing. And all different slangs. Boston's, I still don't know what the fuck a Boston is. I just pretend like I do. They be like, oh y'all ran to Boston. I be like, word, nigga, word. I don't know what the fuck that means. But you said we won fine. Um, sandbags, it's all it's all kind of different terms for it. It's it's a lot of pressure. It's, I you know, I I've been to war, nigga. I done been to fucking war, been shot at, shot back at people. I stay out them fucking spade games. It's too much pressure. Okay. Um but I noticed that like people in the South and the Midwest, they they tend to play with more of the wild cards. People in the Northeast, where I learned, it's not so much. Like if you play with a wild card, it's the two. It's a two of diamonds, I think. Is that right? Y'all, I'm sure y'all let me know if it's not. It's the two of diamonds that'll be wild. But other than that, it's the highest card is the big joker. The next highest card is the little joker. Then um it's the two. If it's if you're playing with wild cards, two of diamonds, and it's the ace of spades. So it basically goes like the regular, you know, suit. If y'all know cards, the suit of decks. So the spade, but the spades is the highest suit. So it goes like that. So the, the ace of spades is the highest, the two jokers above, above that. So if you got the big joker, you got that's the highest card in the deck. So, once somebody plays a big joker, if you got the little joker, you know you got the next highest, boom, boom, boom. So, it's only one, I can keep up, I can do that. I can keep up with one wild card. Like, okay, if I got the ace of spades, there's three cards that can beat me. The two jokers and the wild, so I gotta pay attention. But you play with these other niggas, this one wild, that one wild. And it's like, god damn, like, I can't keep up with that. I can't keep up with it. Did you throw a two of clubs? Was that a two? You gotta watch the board. It's a lot. It's a lot. So... You know, I just want to let y'all know, all y'all talking about y'all going to try to learn, and y'all going to get on the table, good luck, good luck, because I've, I've, pe- families have broken up over spades, I remember when I played one time when I was younger, and, um, I ain't know, like, again, I had just learned, but I ain't know all the rules and shit, like sandbags, he was like, oh, sandbags and this and that and other, I ain't know what sandbags meant, so, you know, in my life, as, as I've been raised, I, I always figure it's, better to under-promise and over-deliver, like, if you can get it, you know, you know, you tell them you're not gonna be able to do it till Friday, but you, you know, you get it done on Wednesday or Thursday, oh, now you look like the shit, right, I'm just, just what I thought, so, I sit down with my family one time, I was, like, young, I don't remember when we was, how old I was, like, maybe 10, 11, whatever, but, you know, and, um, you know, I'm following them and shit and whatever, and my, um, my grandmother actually is really good at, checkers and like all kinds of, the one that used to hit the numbers all the time, one that just passed, she just hit numbers all the time she's like really good at that shit, so she walking me through the game, cause again, I ain't learned till college I, I ain't know this shit, so she's walking me, she basically playing but I guess she letting me play, cause you know well, the grandbaby playing and shit, so I'm sitting there and um she's telling me like, you know, what to do so they bid or whatever, and I she says to me, she's like, oh you go ahead and got six, you know, I don't know I'm like four, cause I figure, oh well if I got six I say four to be better Nope, nope, nope. That's called sandbagging. So sandbagging means if um you got a bid. So like if you you and your partner say you bid four and your partner bid five, y'all saying y'all can put y'all saying y'all can win nine hands. Pull nine books, you can win nine hands, right? You gotta win nine hands. You can't if you can't win ten. If you win ten or eleven, you 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 win the game, but you get penalized. It's called sandbagging for going over the number of books that you can win, so that's what it was, so I fucked up, cause I said I had four, I really had six, and then I actually had more than that, anyway, it's a long time, it's it's a hard, it's, shout out to Spades, and Thanksgiving at Black People House, white people, if y'all don't know, y'all play hearts, so gin, rummy, whatever y'all play, it's not the same, it's this, it's not the same, um, yeah, moving on, 
Um, oh, so for all y'all that was listening to the Fuck This Job episode, and um, I told y'all on Instagram, if y'all follow me, the Eric Genghis Kells on Instagram, you'll see that I said that uh, I had uh, got updated from one of my former colleagues that the boss that I was telling you about, he got fired. So, quick, short, and dirty without mentioning any names, I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, so basically remember I told y'all the secretary well I will say this one name because it don't matter the secretary Katie, the one I told y'all that was secretary for the old school lady that came in and was like I don't think they treat me right, blah 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 fair, she didn't like him and like I told y'all I told him when I kept trying to tell him you're, run- you're, you're running across the wrong people you're hitching your wagon to the wrong horse you, 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 you didn't come in, you didn't survey properly, and you're not really understanding what's going on here. You worried about your boss, which I understand, but your boss has only been here three years. This other lady has been here for goddamn near 25 years. She's the big boss, and you know, I don't, you didn't, I peeped, I peeped it the first week, because we moved across the street for a remodel. When we moved across the street, they weren't going to um, GC, and they wasn't going. They was going to her and asking her, well, "How was the layout? How did it look?" When she was like, "No, I don't want that there. No, that's cheap. I don't want that from put that picture there. No, I want a nice picture." So I, I figured out that she was the big boss. He did not. So Katie did not like him because he was he was just he's very condescending. He's just very you know stubborn. So I don't know all the details, but that that is a place where admin holds a lot of pull, they probably hold too much pull, if we being real, they, pro- they probably hold too much pull, cause it's, it's they, not, pro- not probably they do, but from what I understand, they had some kind of, um, British bitch and Australian bitch that came, they had some kind of event, some other lawyer that I had never met before, and um, he got called, so he, you know, being again, not surveying the scene, he's doing a bunch of shit around the admin people, and got he got fired because he was, uh, so, one of the things I will say, one of the things that was kind of common there was sexual harassment, not so much on the U.S. side, but on the on the on the U.K. side. So I was, whenever those things occur, I would be made aware of them because I was so they would send me a notification, hey, we have this issue, and then it would be sorted out. So, and I'm talking about like once a week there would be one, right? But typically from the U.K., not from the U.S. This motherfucker was at this event. From what I understand, him and this other lawyer that I never met, he's married with kids had some kind of sexual encounter, I don't know if it was sex, I don't know if it was just inappropriate conversation, but he was dismissed for inappropriate behavior, and the reason why is because, again, he didn't survey the scene, and he was one of the admin people, not not Katie, but another one, who, um, she's a little, you know, she's a little strange, but whatever, she's good, um, peeped it, and didn't like what happened, and I like to think that they had it out for him, ever since I left, because, well, that's the impression I got, when I left, I had a few conversations with Katie, and I just got the impression that she already didn't like him, and when that occurred, she was just fed up, and was just decided that she was going to get him out of there, and she has, so when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite, so that's the update, I knew it, I knew I got it up there at the right time, I don't really like what I'm doing right now, but that's okay, um, you know, I'm working on that as well, but, that place was a shit show. So that's an update on that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say real quick, and I can already tell, this is not going to be a long episode, y'all. Sorry, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Y'all not going to be listening to me anyway, and I actually need to go. I got like 29 packages waiting at various locations, UPS and FedEx locations for me that I need to go get before they close. Um, 
I just wanted to say a little bit of something about Ocasio Cortez, the um, new uh, newly elected how, a representative for the Queens and the Bronx, whatever her district is, it covers like half the Queens. I don't really know how it works. I know it covers like some of the Bronx and Queens and like all the heat and everything she's been getting. And, you know, I listen, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I don't really go up for her, like all that socialism and all that stuff. I told y'all before. I mean, you know, whatever. Sounds good, not practical. But I to, as I told y'all last week, I was keeping my eye on her because, you know, she's spicy and I think that, you know, she is the canary in the coal mine. People are, are acting like, you know, it's no big deal. Oh, she's new and, you know, it's, it's, it's not indicative of anything. It is indicative of something. It's indicative that people are tired of y'all's asses that got us here and they want new people. And so I think it's interesting, all these stories, the story about her clothes. Um, recently there was a picture, and I think it was the Washington Post. I guess they took some kind of, like, Congress picture or whatever, and they show like her kind of standing by herself and everybody else kind of off with their friends. And it was, it was meant to be like, it was meant to indicate that like she's all alone or she's an outsider or she's in there interrupted and nobody likes her. But you know, it didn't come across like that at all. What it came across like that to me is her standing there as the new upstart, as what people have been calling for, and all these other old ass politics as usual, think business as usual people you know, trying to do business as usual, and I, I don't, listen, apparently Nancy done wrangled, did her, whatever she done to wrangle, you know, the speakership, and, um, you know, I, I think, I think it's the, I don't think, I think Nancy has two years, because I think Nancy's going to get back in there, just like that, the lady that was going to run against her said, everybody want to talk about, you know, all the seats, first of all, they're trying to give Nancy Pelosi the credit for this, this blue wave, that's a bunch of bullshit, Nancy was not on point, not on key, not on message for any of this, her and Chuck calling for civility and all that nonsense, nobody was listening to them, people went out there and voted, because they're disgusted and appalled about what's going on in Washington, a, a, a good portion of which Nancy sat over, and I love that that lady said, you know, y'all want to talk about Nancy's accomplishments, but nobody don't want to talk about all the seats she lost like the map went, like I keep saying when Clinton was in office the map was almost completely blue it almost went completely red because all Nancy do is 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 make deals and, and capitulate, and at one time I guess that was, you know, what was needed but it's not anymore and so, you know and she's just too old, and and I think all the oh, it's a sexist attack, and nobody's attacking Chuck. Nobody's attacking Chuck because nobody's challenging Chuck. Nancy is the one who wants to, 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 to get the speakership again. So, of course, we're talking about her. If somebody was challenging Chuck, Chuck can go too. They both can go. I said both. Neither one of them wore time consigliaries. They both can go. But I think it's really lame and really lazy. The press is acting like all these complaints have been against Pelosi or all these issues with Pelosi are all about sexism. They're not, y'all y'all think it's one way, but it's the other, y'all want to talk about all this shit she did, but that's cool, I'm not going to argue no more, because what's going to happen is Nancy going to get the speakership, and she's going to lose all this momentum, and she's going to get in there, and she's going to do, she's not going to push for the things that people want, everything's going to be a compromise, everything's going to be a reach across the aisle, everything is going to be this bullshit, trying to fucking reason, reason with these crazy lunatics on the other side, she's going to lose all the momentum, people are going to get pissed off, and then when 2018 rolls around, they're going to snatch her, and everybody else, they're going to drag them out their office, and guess who gonna be standing there waiting Ocasio-Cortez and not only that, like the media and all, you can tell like, the media is so 
you know how like you know how like so those of us who grew up the way the way I grew up fighting on the playground and just in the city and stuff not these new niggas but like us old school right one of the things you learn one of the reasons why people nowadays are so lame and like so snowflake is cause they didn't grow up like we did like when that when you grow listen when you grow up cracking and getting you know trying attempted bullying and all that and fighting on the schoolyard and all the shit we went through you, that shit built people. Reason why that shit say people people say that that builds character is because you learn things. You learn things about yourself, and you learn things about other people, and you learn the pecking order, and you learn where you are in that pecking order. You learn who's above you. You know who's below you. You learn who you can size up against, who you can't. You learn who about that life, who not, who you can test, who not. You know what I'm saying? That's where you learn that, and you also learn people. So that's who you learn who's soft who never stepped off the porch, who never got punched in their face. That's how you learn that. And you can tell that a lot of these people right now in the media, and a lot of it because there's a lack of diversity and it's a bunch of white dudes, but beyond that, you can tell that the people in this media are not, they're not, they don't really understand what's going on. Because they keep trying to pick and bully on Ocasio-Cortez and writing all these stupid, like, oh, she doesn't, she couldn't afford an apartment, and oh, she only has 7,000, like, like, they they coming at her with these, like, lame-ass attacks that, you know, are indicative of people who don't know how to size people up, right? Because you're not used, you, you're not, you're not a fighter, you're not, you're, you're out here for clicks, and you're out here for, you're not really, you're not a real person, you're not really in touch with what real people are worried about, and what real people are, because if you were, you would know that that Ocasio-Cortez girl is not the one to come with, she's always ready for a clapback, you're not, you're not gonna, you, you're not gonna fuck with her, she's from the Bronx, she's from New York City, she's 26 year old, and won that seat, like, you, you have to be you have to lack complete awareness for what is going on and what has occurred and what this blue wave really means and what the shift is and like what people are really calling for to not recognize that, right? It's like trying to go after Maxine Waters. You can't go after Maxine Waters, this little stupid little white Caucasian bullshit y'all do. That don't that Maxine gonna shut you down. She she like what this little cornball shit you got it's not gonna work. Yeah. You have to, they don't have any recognition. Like, this girl is not the one to pick on. Every time they feel like, oh, she's young, she's a millennial, you know, oh, she's a snowflake, and they coming at her like, you know, they little image of what a millennial is with their avocado toast. Like, nah, that's not it. That's not it. This girl is from the Bronx. Like, she got to clap back for y'all. She's ready for y'all. She's going to be fine. She ain't worried about the little shit y'all got to say. Like, y'all talk about she don't, she can't afford rent for apartment. And? Like, what, what is the point of that? Like, th- shit like that is how she got elected. Because y'all think that's legitimate. She can't afford money for them. None of us fucking can. That's why we sick of y'all motherfuckers. That's why we want y'all out. Because y'all not doing the shit we need. Y'all not doing the student loan forgiveness. Y'all not doing the wages. Y'all not doing the shit we need. Y'all in line with the fucking corporations with all this luxury bullshit and the Medicaid and the Medicare. That's why she won. These articles, these, these exact articles y'all writing are exactly why she's won. Because people are like, what are you talking about? Like, nigga, she got $7,000 saved? That's way more than most people in New York City got saved. This is an expensive-ass city. Ain't nobody got no saved. You can't afford, you can't save in New York City. Are you crazy? As much as shit costs here? And they like, oh, why she can't afford rent in, New York, in, in, in Washington, D.C.? Because she been living in fucking New York, nigga. Because niggas pay 30, 40% of their salary to rent. Niggas gotta have four or five um, roommates to be able to goddamn 
Live. That's why. That's why she can't change. Got. That's how out of touch you are. You think it's crazy. Ha ha ha. She can't afford an apartment. Nigga, most people can't afford an apartment. Y'all motherfuckers up in Washington grifting and not and not serving the fucking people and only lining your own fucking pockets. And that's why you think it's funny or outrageous that somebody coming, you know, twenty five or thirty however she years old she is, that had money for apartment because y'all out of touch. Y'all obtuse as fuck. Like, d- duh. Like y'all thought there was a, a jab, y'all thought there was y'all thought y'all thought y'all had it, y'all thought there was something, right? Y'all thought y'all really had something with that. Everybody was like, uh, uh I ain't got seven thousand dollars saved. Like what the fuck? Like y'all really don't understand the issues that people are dealing with, the problems that people are dealing with. Y'all up in Washington talking about goddamn Social Security and Medicaid and the bathroom bills and all this dumb shit. Don't nobody give a fuck about that. Niggas is trying to fucking four day rent and these fucking cheap ass pay that everybody doing, y'all want all this expertise and salary and education, you don't want to pay people 32 cents an hour, like what the fuck so, I said all that to say, that they fucking with the wrong one, I, again I, I'm, I'm ambivalent to her but I think she's the canary in the coal mine, they think they're gonna freeze her out and she's gonna be the outsider and I think she's gonna, in two years when people are sick of y'all shit, cause Nancy gonna get back and it's gonna be the same old bullshit calling for the same dumb shit, and let's reconcile and let's reach across the aisle and all that boy, and she gonna lose all this momentum, and people are gonna be even more frustrated than they are right now, cause I told y'all before this shit right here, this was a blue wave, but it was like, okay, it's gerrymandered and it's a bunch of shenanigans, like they basically held on by the cheating basically, but we hip to that now and so if Nancy get in there and she don't call for some kind of way to stop this gerrymandering if she don't call for the shit that people want in two years, which is very which is the blink of an eye, it's gonna be untenable, and all the motherfuckers that was turning and laughing and talking about, oh she's the odd man out, guess who gonna be standing there waiting to take that gavel guess, that girl is sharp, that girl did not get there by luck and they gonna, they gonna fucking keep trying to come at her, and keep trying to make her the outsider, and keep trying to make her the problem to their own peril, because y'all think that her victory is not indicative of anything, it is, it is, and it's gonna be more behind her, because us coming up behind y'all old niggas are more like her than we are like y'all, and we tired of y'all, and we want y'all to move around, we don't, we tired of y'all 75, 80 year old old people in the way, so, um, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch them. It's interesting to watch them come at her. It's like a bully that don't know who to pick on, right? When you in the, when you in a playground, it's just certain shit. Once you fight enough, you know. Oh, that nigga over there. It's winter time. The nigga ain't even got no socks on. Don't fuck with him. That nigga somewhere. He crazy. He probably he, he ain't got nothing to lose, right? You gotta know who you can fuck with, who you don't fuck with, and, they, and you can tell they have no idea because they coming at her with this whole stupid goofball shit that they do to everybody else, she's not the one, she always got a clap back, ready, prepared, ahead of time, like she already know what y'all gonna say, and it's just funny to watch them try, it's funny to watch them keep jabbing her, cause it's like dog, you don't have the range, that girl is not the one, that girl is not the one for these little goofy, little stupid ass white boy shit y'all doing, she's not Nancy, she doesn't, you know, she's not gonna fall for the, the banana in the tailpipe, like, that girl will punch you in your face, like, you know, that's the one that'll punch you in your face, you think it's a joke she'll punch you in your face, and I just think it's funny, like, the lack of recognition like, that right there is what we're talking about like, you are so disconnected and so don't get what's going on, that you can't even size up the field, that's like Trump trying to come for Maxine, oh, she's a under, you know, she's a very low IQ individual, like that, like, and they cracking up laughing, like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, you stuck it to her, and Maxine, like, I don't give a fuck about that ignorant bitch, like, he ain't nobody 
nobody. I've been in this Congress for X number of years. I'm in charge of this. I'm in charge of that. And I swear to God, if it's the last thing I do, that motherfucker be impeached next. Like she ain't pressed for that. You gotta come with these people different, but you gotta, you gotta like know enough to know that some people you gotta come at different. And I just think it's funny. Cause I think, the, I think they coming at her like this. Oh, she's a millennial. Oh, she doesn't have money. Oh, you know, millennials are broke, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. Right. Okay. So the last thing I want to talk about, uh, moving on into this short episode, it's real quick. So if y'all listen to this, y'all know I had, um, you know, the Hillary email issue. I've told y'all time and time again, it's not an issue. Well, now we found out Ivanka has been sending, you know, emails, official government emails to her private service. So here's what I'm going to do. I've done this before, but I can still tell people don't know because people just, all the headlines and all the tweets and everything, people just don't understand what it is. The Hillary Clinton email quote finger scandal was never a scandal. She did not do anything illegal. She did not do anything. She did not uh, break any kind of security protocols, any kind of security classifications, nothing. The reason why is because when people, when the, the... the, when you have a, a security clearance, right, and you work for government and you have access to secrets, what you cannot do under any circumstances is transfer, you know, send an email from, okay, I'll use NSA because that's where I work. All our, uh, NSA was SIGINT, so all our stuff was top secret, super secret scroll SIGINT, highest level classification because it's SIGINT, SIGINT's intelligence, right? That's the highest level. Every email that you send from if, if, from the build, just because you're in NSA, you could be a housekeeper. You could be a housekeeper. Every email that you send has to be classified because of the building that you are in. You are in NSA. Now, technically, there's different classifications for different levels. Oh, well, this is only secret. Oh, that is only this. But typically what occurs, because... Nobody wants to take the chance that something is misclassified and gets out. But classification has levels, right? So not everybody has a TS clearance, top secret clearance. Some people only have secret. If you're, you know, I don't know, say you're like a maintenance guy, like you work on like the the heating system in in NSA. You need a clearance to get in the building, but you don't need top secret because you're not being exposed to it. No, you're not in no areas of the building are you going to be in where you're going to be exposed to anything that's top secret. You're certainly not going to be in a skiff which is secret compartmentalized information facility, which is basically a, a safe for human beings. You go into the safe, there's a code, you put the code into the safe, you go in, and now we have all our all our information out in the skiff, and it can stay out in the skiff, because the skiff is secure, because again, only certain people can get in that skiff, you have to have the code, you have to have the clearance, right? And it's safe, it's basically a huge-ass safe for people. You're not in that, you're like, you know, you're an HVAC guy, so they give you a secret, which basically allows you to get in the building and get to the areas you need to go, Right? What they mean when they, so all of that is, quote fingers, classified. Where people get confused is when they hear classified, they think you automatically talking about, you know, super secret, spy, where's Osama bin Laden secrets. No. Classified just means just that. It's classified. There's a classification called non-classified. Somebody has looked at the email and said, okay, there's nothing here. This is not classified, but that's called a class. That's technically that's been classified because you have classified it as not classified, right? When people say classified information, they're not necessarily talking about secrets. They're just talking about a level of classification, right? Now, typically what happens at a place like NSA, a place like CIA that is very delicate, that has, you know, the secret secrets, what happens is even though, you know, 
me, I'm sitting on, I'm sitting in my skiff. My boy, he's sitting in his skiff. We want to go to lunch, right? So I send an email to him. Hey, let's go to lunch. He sends an email back. Okay, cool. Nothing in that email is classified. Nothing in that email is secret. Nothing. But when that email goes out to him, it's going to be marked. It's automatic by the, by, it's set by the IT and all that. It's going to be marked top secret. Um, whatever the, whatever the highest level of classification for where I work at. So if where I work at the highest classification is top secret SS, um, SSI, I just made it up. Let's say it's top secret SSI. That's the highest classification. That email is going to be classified top secret SSI because we don't want to take the chance that myself or somebody else decides, you know what? I'm just sending this email about lunch. I don't need to classify this at all because you don't know who's hacking. The Russians listening. You don't know what's going on. You don't at, uh, clearly because we see them hacked into all, all our shit. You don't know, so you don't. We don't want people to have to make that distinction. So everything will be classified top secret SSI. So that email to him will be top secret SSI. When he sends his email to me, his will be top secret SSP because wherever he's at, that's how they classify it, right? That's classified. That's what they mean by classified. It doesn't mean that it's secrets. That email to go to lunch is not a secret. What Hillary Clinton did, so if you, that's me and him going to lunch, right? We're two people. Everybody all over the agency is doing that all day. So everybody's emails are classified to the highest level because, again, we don't want to take no chances. Like, no, this might not be classified, but the t- facility that we are in is the highest level security. Therefore, we can classify every piece of email and anything else in this facility as the highest level to as much possible and to the point where it gets silly right like if if, you know we're not going to do it again for but the housekeepers they're not really sending emails you know the HVAC guys are not really sending emails at all you're not allowed when you were working NSA you're not allowed to take your your, um, smartphone in you're not allowed you can take like you can't take anything that record or download anything it's hell I don't know how you should do it you can't be in there with like no iPhone no goddamn um, iPad, nothing, I mean, I don't know, maybe they figured a way around it out, now I haven't been there since 2007, but I don't know how you should do it, but you can't, anything that records, so basically, you could pull up, like, you know, your Pandora on your computer, and play that, but you couldn't, you can't bring in any kind of recording device, right, no phones, no none of that, um, and so, what they mean, what you absolutely cannot do, what is always a violation, what's illegal, what can get you sent to jail, is what they call setting, it's what they call using a private server, a server that is not secure, the server that is in your fucking house, so you go to your house, and you open up your Mac, and you open up your Google Mail, and you get on there, and you send to me, because you're working from home, and you send an email to me, to NSA, that says, you know, meet me such, 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 and, you know, at the bottom is your signature, you know, Joe Schmo. Um, head of cybersecurity, blah, blah, blah. Just that information that you are Joe Schmo, head of cybersecurity, that's information because that's somebody who is trying to hack into our systems or trying to compromise you could use. So China or Russia or whoever, oh, this dumb bitch just sent this and look, she's Joe Schmo from such and such and such and such. She's the head of cybercrime. Let's target her. That's why they don't want that. So when they say private server, that is what they are talking about. That's what Ivanka's dumbass did. You are sending, it's unsecure. You're sending it to from a private server, classified government information and contacts across a private server that anybody can get. That's what Ivanka did. That is not what Hillary did. That's why it's not a scandal. What Hillary had was a separate 
server quote fingers private it was never unsecure it was never compromised it was just private everybody does it because Hillary Clinton is the secretary of state so she gets every email that everybody else gets in NSA and everywhere else but she's a secretary of state she has emails that are fucking important that are just for her that go to nobody else to the secretary of state so she had a separate quote fingers private email, but it was not ever unsecure, it's in State Department, it's on their servers, so it is secure, there's no secrets on it, that are getting out, if she's, it's still classified but it's private, meaning it's hers Colin Powell did it, everybody did, Comey did it, as you can see, everybody does it because if you're somebody of stature you ain't got time, you you get all these fucking emails a, a day, you imagine all the bullshit you get in your, in your, they don't care about that, they care about what's was pertinent, also at home, because she's the Secretary of State, they'll set her up at home, okay, this is a secure government server, if you are doing work from home, you do it on this server here, not, don't open up your MacBook, okay, that's what Hillary did, she didn't do anything that was illegal, there was no, they were like, oh, well she released classified, no she did not, she had a private quote finger server, it wasn't illegal, what Ivanka did is illegal, that's exactly the type of shit that you are not allowed to do, that's what they were trying to drin up that Hillary did but everybody knew Hillary didn't do it including Comey's dumbass everybody knew it you cannot send from a private server everybody knows that so now Ivanka has done because and it's because they're so stupid and they know how anything works and I'm positive she doesn't have any idea that she wasn't supposed to do that and I know that because her dumbass father got up there and said no she didn't send classified information like Hillary did Hillary didn't send no classified Hillary didn't do anything illegal y'all had 99 million uh, fucking uh, hearings to try to determine she did nothing came up because she didn't do anything illegal she had a private server I mean a separate server everybody does it it's not even a big deal I, it was, that's why I kept telling y'all this is not a scandal it's not a scandal and your president Obama should have said that shit instead of fucking capitulating and all oh, gotta play both sides and you know and, oh well you know she shouldn't have done blah 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 I guarantee you Obama did that shit too because he's the president of the United States and can you imagine how much shit he gets they have their own email you know POTUS.com Secretary of State.com it's their own shit so, you know, I just, it, it just, it, it was just, it was driving me crazy among all the, all the bullshit that was going on. But that drove me crazy the most. Cause I was like, that is not a scandal. It's not illegal. It's everybody does it. Why is everybody acting like this is like the goddamn crime of the century? It is just not. And I just wanted somebody to say, and I never understood why nobody would say, what the fuck are y'all talking about? This woman is not sending classified information over goddamn Gmail. That's not what that's not what occurred. That's not what we are talking about here. Ivanka, meanwhile, they done got her, they done read out her ISP. She been sending it from goddamn Netscape and uh, for who the fuck uses Netscape? She been sending it from goddamn, you know, Hulu and every goddamn thing else. What she did is exactly what you're not supposed to do. It's illegal as fuck and it's dumb as fuck. Same as her father talking on an unsecure phone. 
That is exactly what you're not supposed to do. Because anybody in my NSA, that's what we used to do. We used to intercept. We used to snatch your shit right again. It's no wiretapping. We used to snatch your shit right out the air. It's not secure. It's not scrambled. We listen to your phone calls. China, Russia, listen to that dumb motherfucker talk. Now, the only saving grace I have is, like I said before, knowing what I know, I'm positive that Intel's not telling him anything super sensitive. I'm positive. They're probably only telling him things that they're 100% sure China and Russia either already know, or if, you know, can figure out on their own. Like, they're not giving super secret stuff. I'm, I'm almost positive. I'm, I'm 100% positive that they know this motherfucker's not on the so they're not gonna give him a seat. They probably, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they get that nigga fucking, um, you know, Dr. Seuss drawings every morning. Here you go, here's the intel report, because they know the nigga ain't gonna even read it. I would not be surprised, or if they, like, just got the letter R, typed over and over again, R, 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 oh, here you go, in paragraph shit, making it look like something, I would not be surprised, I guarantee you they're not giving that nigga anything, of any import, knowing that he's bozo, is like, I'm, I'm sure there's all kind of bugs in the, in his in his oval office, because it's bozo letting the goddamn spies right on in, I guarantee you there are, so, you know, that's the only saving grace, I'm almost positive they're not giving him anything of any importance, but I just... I just think it's funny because I mean, we're so stupid. We're such a stupid people are so uneducated and so unread. And even the ones that are educated and read, that's all they are. They don't have any practical experience. A lot of them don't have any common sense and they just don't know how things work. And it's just very frustrating because y'all just want to argue and, and, and you know, talk your book learning and you read this and you read that. That's good. That's great. I'm read I'm well read too and reading's important. I tell people you gotta read all the time because nothing is new under the sun and history repeats itself. So it's good to read. But you always when I was little, you know, my dad used to always tell me and I would get like everything can't be learned in a book, right? You take a recipe. It's a rest your grandmom's um pound cake that she makes, she can write that recipe down for you and she'll put everything in that cake that she adds, and you make that shit and it does not taste the same, it don't taste nothing like your grandmom's, and that's because it, it's not just in the book, it's, it's, it's other things that she is doing, she knows don't over stir it, make sure the batter sits for 5 or 10 minutes, whatever it is, it's little secret shit that she knows from having done it, that you just cannot get from that recipe, you just cannot get from that book, and people just they just, they don't understand that and that's why I say, you know I just feel like it should be some kind of service requiring because, you know, this, everybody just got their little books and their little think piece and they think they know everything and you don't know anything. You don't know anything. You could read the whole book on how to put a Ford together and, and, and don't know how to change the oil because you know what? In the manual how to put a Ford together, it don't tell you how to change the oil. You need the operator's manual that'll tell you how to change the oil. Little stuff like that. But you'll get people, oh, I read the Ford distribution book from beginning to end and I know everything. Do you know how to change the oil? You don't, do you? Because it ain't in that book. To actually learn how to choose, change the oil, you gotta actually change some oil, my nigga. And you gotta do it a couple times before you know how to change the oil. And I just feel like we as a country, we just either we on the extreme other end where niggas just stupid and dumb and don't know anything and just running their mouths, or we on the extreme other end where people just stupid and dumb and talking and just running their mouths, and yeah, they read a few things and they might be smart, but they so smart they dumb. And I just would like to get back to somewhere in the middle. And I just think, though, I just feel like 
I mean, other countries do it. I just feel like after college, you should have to be, like, there should be a two-year period. You can't go get a job. I mean, sorry, after high school. You can't go get a job, and you can't go to college. You're not eligible to go to college, and you're not eligible to do, like, anything until you do some two years of service. Be that Peace Corps, be that military. I would not advise anybody to go to military under this president, but Peace Corps, military, um, I don't know, what is that? Doctors, it's all. I'm sure it's all kind of programs out there that I don't know about. All these missionary programs, whatever, something or make up one. You know, I don't know something. Go something. Go grow grapes in Italy. Learn how to make wine. I don't know. Some kind of two years of service. You got to work at the post office. You got to drive FedEx trucks. I don't know. Some kind of service you have to do to get some fucking common sense and some fucking knowledge, and then you can go to college. Apply to go to college, and then you know you can vote, or I don't know, whatever, it just should be a requirement, because like I told y'all, I think that was two episodes ago, it's just, it's just people in this country, just they don't, and I'm not on, I get it, especially black people, like fuck this country, we never, I get all of that, but, but it's our country we're not going anywhere, we're not moving anywhere, yeah they owe us a lot of shit, but like, you can't just throwing your hands up and saying fuck, you, it's nowhere for, else for you to go, so this country is gonna be you fucking yourself, you're not really fucking this country because you have to be active, you have to be constantly punching at that wall, you have to be constantly shooting at that enemy to, to knock him down if you don't shoot and you just throw your hands up and quit you're gonna get overrun and so that attitude is like, I understand it but at the same time like you, you throwing your fist up and you got all these afros and you know you this, this cosplay y'all doing and this goddamn performative blackness y'all doing but that's great, but like you, you, you're not really getting nowhere because you have to fucking put your boots on the ground. Like I told y'all, you got to get an inch at a time, and you got to get an inch at a time. And so, but I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's starting to be a pendulum swing, and people are starting to like. I, I gave the voters a shout out last week because I think people are starting to get it. Like you know what. I gotta vote, like, voting is not the magic pill, it's not gonna solve anything, but it's like, the, it's not, a, it's not, it's not a sufficient, um, condition, but it is a necessary condition, okay, it's not sufficient, but it's necessary, you know, water is not sufficient to stay, to sustain life, but it is necessary, okay, you need, a, you, as a human being, you need other things to survive, but without water, you can't survive at all, so it's not sufficient, but it is necessary, Voting is not sufficient, but it is necessary. And I feel like people are, are starting to catch on to that. Um, do I got Genghis Kells for y'all this week? That's all I had on that issue. Do I have Genghis Kells? Oh, uh, sorry. Genghis Kells for y'all this week? Let me look. I had a few of those for um last week. I don't think... I think all the big drops last week. I'm sorry, I haven't looked ahead, because again, I didn't even know I was going to do this episode. Um, let me see. Of course, the feed don't want to feed now that I'm trying to find out. Um, okay, so yeah, the 11s, y'all know, like those. The 12s and red are coming out. The 11 Concords are coming out. Um, nah, not really. Um, all right, those are Air Force low. There's this um, SB Air Force 2 low, Rivals Pack. Oh, eh, they all right. I'll put them up. Um again with these Air Force, they got all these different remixes of Air Force ones, I just want them to stop, oh the Westbrooks, there you go, Jordan, got, um, that's right, yeah, Jordan Westbrook, his low tops are coming out, they kind of look like Vans, they kind of dope, um there's some Air Max 97s, but I feel like I keep putting those up, they're basically just different colorways, and the 95s are different colorways I don't know, who is wearing these Air Force ones, there's an Air Max 97 and Metallic Gold, those are kind of dope 
Alright, y'all, sorry. Let me go through this and put up what I'm gonna put up. Um, but nah, I mean, long story short, it's, last week was the real drop drops, the rookie of the year came out. I wish I got on the um, draw, by the way. I never won a draw before, but I won one. I told y'all I didn't think I was gonna be able to get a pair, because I ain't bought none in a while. Well, I did. Um, alright, y'all, so, yeah, that's this week's episode. Um, sorry, it's a little, you know... A little all over the place, but hey, it's before a holiday. Ain't nobody gonna be listening to this tomorrow anyway, but maybe Friday. Episode 185, thanks for asking Kel's podcast. Okay, got some announcements. So I'm on Podbean now. I'm gonna post this episode on SoundCloud. I told y'all there'd be a lap. Please go follow me on Podbean. It's so easy. It's another app. It's just, you know, look for it on your app or on your, um, yeah, it's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean. I'm on there. Um, long-term plan is, the reason I want to move to Podbeam is because I want to get on Spotify um, Spotify doesn't play well with SoundCloud it does with Podbeam, but there's some copyright issues I need to work my legal mind through and once I do that, I get up on Spotify Spotify. but for right now I'm on Podbeam so check me out over there, um, all the episodes are there um, It's the interface is really easy You can again, you can put it on your phone, you can download it however you get SoundCloud, the same way you can get Podbean, I put this episode on SoundCloud too but I'm gonna start, I ain't paying for two goddamn servers, so I'm gonna start weaning off of that, so this one will go up I'll make this announcement again next week, maybe next week's episode will go up, I don't wanna lose none of y'all, so if you on iTunes again you fine, it's, you'll, you'll still get it, but if you listen to me on SoundCloud, please go over to Podbean, it's free all you gotta do is look for thanks for asking. Matter of fact, if you follow me on my TL, y'all see that I post the Podbean links now. Um, yeah, so um, thank y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling y'all friends. Thanks y'all for hitting me on the on the on the TL. Um, the, the email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. I haven't checked it in a while, so if y'all been sent, actually I have checked it. Nobody sent anything. Y'all can hit me on Twitter. Um, yeah, and everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. Don't eat up all the ham, even though nobody don't eat pork, but every year the ham stripped to the bone. Um, I'm going to just chill this Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to just, I don't, you know, I like non-traditional Thanksgivings. I don't, you know, the turkey and all that, it's, it's okay, but, like, I like to, you know, I like to feast on different things. So I think I'm going to have me a seafood Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, all right, so I don't know what I'm going to call this. The name will be up by the time I leave. All right, y'all, peace. <laughs>